sounding exactly like Terry. Grandpa said, She's a Vietnamese hill miner. They're the best mimics in the world, far as I know. Be a garbage truck for us, Gabby, please. Delighted to be asked, Gabby made the sound of a garbage truck digesting its load of trash. After the clanking and crunching noises, she did the beep, beep warning as her imaginary truck backed up. Ernest gave a soft ronk of appreciation for Gabby's talent. When he quit laughing, Terry said, Cute little pig, too. You've got a great place here, Doc. You won't be stuck with our animals for long. One or two weeks, tops. The pond will be dredged by then. The new cage is finished. We'll be back in business. He and Grandpa went outside. Gabby repeated, Cute little pig, cute little pig, and cackled noisily. Ernest fumed. No male pig wants to be little. He wants to be impressive, forceful, awesome, not small, and above all, not cute. Big mouth bird, he jibed. She hated her outsized beak as much as he hated being very small. Before she could retort, he said, I'm going to find Millie and tell her what's going on, and Sir Walter. We can't have him bothering that goose or these fox kits. Wait for me! Gabby lit on Ernest's head, her regular seat on the pig. Mind the claws, Ernest said, wincing. He wiggled through the pet door and descended the steps with slow care. Like all pigs, Ernest viewed steps with some alarm. He scanned the low white building on the left where cats boarded. Millie often visited there cheering the boarders with gifts of fresh field mice. Today she lay dozing in the sun next to the outdoor run of a huge Maine coon cat named Trapper. Gabby eyed Trapper and flapped to the top of a nearby tulip tree. Millie woke with a wide, pink yawn. Ernest waited until she opened her eyes. The wild boarders are here, he said. One's a Canada goose. Great big goose, with a mean-looking pointy stick going right through his neck. Grandpa calls it an arrow. We've got two fox kits, runty little things with bad fur. They're scared. And we got a muskrat thing with a wounded foot and a hot temper. That's much more trouble than boarding a few nice cats, Millie replied. She bent her head down to lick the spotless white circle on her chest. All of her fur which was mostly a dark orange marmalade color, glistened with health. How long will they be here? she asked. I have a full-time job now, you know, taking care of Grandpa, catching mice, keeping an eye on that hyperactive puppy. I could go on for hours. Millie slept with Grandpa and washed his ears daily, whether he wanted them washed or not. She also washed Sir Walter, the Scotty puppy, who liked the attention, but squirmed a great deal during bath time. Just then, the puppy exploded from the house, the pet door banging behind him. Racing toward them, he barked, I can play! I can play! Let's chase chickens! Grandpa called out, Ernest! Millie! Keep the puppy with you! Stay here in the yard, you hear me? Stay! He pointed firmly at the large grassy square between the house and the red brick office building. You hear me? Stay! Gabby echoed from her branch. 
Sir Walter jumped up to nibble Ernest's ear with eager puppy teeth. Where's your chewy bone? Ernest leaned his head down toward the puppy so that the chewing hurt less. He didn't really mind, to be honest. Sir Walter had survived a raging fire and his mother's death. He was healthy now and happy. Everyone spoiled him, especially Ernest and Grandpa. Let's play chase, Sir Walter said when he quit chewing on Ernest. Pigs don't play chase, Ernest said gravely. Millie and Gabby will play with you. Not this birdie, Gabby warbled. I'll play, but no biting, and I mean it, said Millie. Like many cats, she disliked dogs, but Sir Walter had shown himself to be both brave and loving. No one could resist him for long. Also, she was barely more than a kitten herself, and she loved to run. Sir Walter bounced up and down.